Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, let the wind blow. In Jesus' name. That's what I'm talking on today. Let the wind blow. For our text, the Gospel according to St. John in chapter 3. I'll read the first 13 verses. John chapter 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these things that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. You must be born again. You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it. But cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you a teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen. And you do not receive a witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, How will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. Praise the Lord. I say praise Jesus. I was taught a song when I was in, um, in the primary school. Went to a Baptist primary school, of course. Went to Sunday school in the Baptist church. It says, a ruler once came to Jesus by night to ask him the way of salvation and life. The master, you must be born again. You must be born again. He must be born again. And verily, verily, I say unto you, yes, he must be born 
Oh, okay. So don't think what we're doing with the children's, in the children's church is a waste of time. It's not. Many things I still remember today I was taught in the children's church. Many things I know today I learned in my primary one, primary two, primary three. They're still recurring. I remember in the primary school some songs we were taught in Yoruba. La 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 There are certain things that you will never forget even when you stand before the master in heaven. Even when you if you live one twenty years, at the end of it when you stand before him, you will remember vividly certain things. But there are certain things you will never remember, even if you try. Really? I taught everything in your life will flash before you. Oh, yeah. But standing before him, there are certain things you will never remember. But for some, you will remember, they will remember everything. But for some, there are certain things they will never remember. You see what you mean? Every sin that is forgiven and blotted away will never be remembered. Christianity is real. Why some will be dying, even in his presence, with guilt, and the accuser standing somewhere looking, some will not even remember certain things. I'm talking about the blood of Jesus. Quickly, just reminded me something. In Christianity, when we talk of labor, when we talk of work, when we talk of Well, such words. We are not asking you to do it in your strength or ability. When we talk of labor, it's the labor of faith. It's the work of faith. When we talk of war, it's the war of faith. So whether it's labor, work, or fight, or wrestle, in Christianity, they are good. Good fight, good wrestling, good work. What makes them good? The ones you have won before you started. The way our God operates is this. He starts from the end point. God doesn't start from here and begin to guess what the next thing will be. No. By the time God is coming to tell you something that is required of you, it's concluded. He starts from the end point. That's when Isaiah says, "Ah, ah, look, 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 I am God. And why? I declare the end from the beginning. That's what separates me from humanity. And that's why wisdom is only spoken through him. It was in the night when the rabbi came to Jesus. And there were reasons for that. He was the leader of the synagogue. And the synagogue told that Jesus was heretical. And they were attacking him. 
As a matter of fact, they will sanction his crucifixion, the high priest. So you can imagine one in the ranks of the leadership of the church. Now in problem. And now running to the one that they've taught and they've worked hard to oppose and to pull down, to destroy. But he realized that there was no solution. He had to go to him. And when he got there, what happened? Uh, I'm not saying go to Babala, oh, that's the solution. That's adding problem to problem. Stay with Jesus. Can I ask, can I be frank with you? If you go to Babala, we will tell you that why are you living in a good place or a bad place? Hear me and write it down. Write it down. If you are hearing what we are preaching in this church, and if what we are preaching in this church is by the Spirit of God and is the Word of God, your Babalawa will tell you that you are going to make your case worse. He will tell you, go back and listen. Even if he's trying to extort you, he will tell you, give me money, but let me tell you the truth. You have found life. Jesus is alive. When they tell you that, tell them my pastor told me. I'm not joking. So he came by night and started asking questions. And the way he opened it, he said, I create the fact that you are a teacher sent from God. So don't mind what we have been telling people and what we've been attacking you with. I know that you are sent from God. That was faith. He said, because no one does what you do except God is with this person. Then Jesus immediately answered and said, verily, verily, I say to you, unless one is born again. So thank you. I appreciate the accolade. But you see, what you see cannot happen except a man be born again. Except a man is born again. He introduced this straight away. In the Hebrew Bible, he says, except a man is born from above. There's a, born, there's a way you are, you, are, you, are, you are born on earth, but there's a way you are born from above. So we're all born on earth, but except you add to that, being born from above, you will not be different from everybody. So what you see in me is as a result of the fact that I am born from above as from here. Indirectly, that's what I was saying. Uh, I said, you cannot see the kingdom of God for then the good monster said to him, how can one be born again? You know, which is rational, very rational, very cerebral. It's very good. Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Exactly. Jesus answered, most assuredly, if you observe, every time you ask him, you say, verily, verily, most assuredly, because you are supposed to be a teacher. This is the reality, this is the truth. Unless one is born of water and the spirit, it cannot enter the kingdom of God. So many people have explained water and the spirit is baptism. Okay, fine. Baptism is an ordinance of the church laid down by the Lord Jesus Christ. They are not wrong. But again, you know, the washing of the water is by the word. They are not wrong. So I say born of the word and the spirit. So anyhow you look at it, the word I speak to you, their spirit and their lives. So glory be to God in the highest. And of course, what does baptism symbolize? When you are baptized, emerged. You are buried with him in Christ. When you are brought out of water, it symbolizes your resurrection with him. So it's still buttressing being born of the spirit. Praise the Lord. In our season six, that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So we can't mix, we can't mix the two. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. It could have been done in the flesh. 
How do you know? Except you have to design. And it could have been in the spirit, like you saw. Except you design. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. There's nothing. It can be. It can be glorious, but it's the glory of this earth. You don't have lasting effects. Can I be frank with you? Some of the things that are not most of the things we do in our churches today are just for sure. They feel good, but they aren't taking us anywhere. What will take us anywhere is the spiritual content of what we do and what we say. I can stand there and get you to just find me and like me and elevate myself in a very subtle manner. How do you know? Except you are able to design. I can stand there and it looks like, look at him, so prideful. But God knows that all I'm doing is elevating Jesus. How do you know? Except you design. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. But you know that the flesh profits nothing. I mean nothing. Nothing. Is the spirit that gives it what? Life. So do not marvel, he says in verse 7, that I said to you, you must. Everybody say must. There are no... The word is clear, no ambiguity. Jesus didn't use the word you may or you shall, which is strong enough. He said you must born again. And so for every man born of a woman, there is no second option. My prayer is that every of your siblings, every of your extended family will get born again before they die. Because there's no other way out. You must be born again. Jesus said it. He made the system. He came to redeem the system. And he's telling you how you can be accepted back in. You must be born again. And that's why so willing to become something of a strong burden for us. Beyond the ephemera, in some cases, the opulence of this age, there's nothing thereafter. I want to talk of opulence. When you see heaven, some of us will faint first before they were waking up. No, it's true. Don't you know that anything we enjoy here is just a microcosm of who God is? He has given us to enjoy out of the love He has for us. Even sex. Sex, you die. Then they'll wake you up. What will happen when you stand before ecstasy Himself? His whole being is love. What you experience is just a bit of Him for you to enjoy here. Everything here is a down payment, is a seal until the big thing. You talk of wealth, you haven't seen money. From what we understand, when, you're, when, you're, when your streets are paved with gold, I wonder where you want to store them. But it's okay. What about food? What about drink? Some will drink and fall into the gutter. Ah. Praise God. I say praise Jesus. Amen. Jesus is Lord. So do not matter what I say to you, verse 7. You must be born again. You must be born. Don't let that don't, you must be. It's beyond church attendance. It's beyond mere confession. 
beyond the membership of a church. You must be born again. It's something that you will know within yourself that yes. Anyway, let's go on. Verse 8. This is where I'm picking it from. The wind blows where it wishes. It's explaining to him. And you hear the sound of it. But cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Everyone who is born of the Spirit. Now, two things are alluded to here. The presence of him born again is a mystery. That's what he's saying, basically. You want to understand? It's a mystery. God himself is a mystery. Hallelujah. But I want to use, let's go with the allegories now. It says the wind blows where I wants. I love it. And that's where I got the title of this message from. Let the wind blow. Talking about the wind. Hallelujah. Has anybody ever seen the wind? If you have, please. You can describe the wind. Jesus was explaining something. He said, the wind blows where it wants. No one knows where it's coming and no one knows where it's going. And so is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So that's how people get born again. Hello. It's always at the will of the Spirit. So why do you complain when people don't get born again? No, 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 no. The will of God is always there. But it will not force the will of man. The will of God is there. But he will never force the will of man. I believe more than anything, when the Bible says we are made in the image of God, uh, we are made uh, in the likeness and the image of God, I believe much more than anything is the ability to choose. Is the difference between intuition and um, is it decision? I will put it. I'm trying to get it now. The animals are they can be intuitive. How do they know when they are hungry? How does the male dog know when there's a female dog around? Bring the male dog to the gate. He sniffs the female dog. He runs all over looking for the female dog. How does he know what to do with the female dog? The man is not like that. You can see 10,000 women. You have what we call self-control. You have what is called choices. You are pleased to make your choices. It's what makes you exactly like God. God didn't create robots. Why won't you drink cyanide when you see cyanide and you see Coke? Or Sprite? Why will you choose Sprite against cyanide? You make a choice not to take cyanide because it will kill you. It's a choice. That's what separates man. Nobody tells the plant to absorb carbon dioxide and give oxygen. If anything is wrong with that system, they die. The man can choose, I don't want to breathe anymore. Yeah, you die, but you chose it. What if you fall ill? The man will look for every assistance to get well. Choice. What of dogs when they get ill? They don't know. 
They just struggle, struggle, and that's it. We're creatures of choices. So he says the wind blows where it wants. Nobody can tell where it comes from, nobody can tell where it goes. So he makes the wind a mystery. Hello? Praise the Lord. I say, Praise the Lord. And note what he just said in effect is that the moment the wind decides to blow, you can't stop it, you can't control it. Hurricane is coming. It's coming from somewhere from, from through the Atlantic. It's coming from off the west coast of Africa. It's coming. And uh, we predict it's going to land in Florida. All right? God has given man ability. Then after a while, they say, we're chatting the course. I think it has taken a, 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 a northeast direction. It's moving towards... Uh, who changed it? How come they could not say directly that now that we see it come, it's going to land here? Man is yet up till now. The space age, the digital age, but yet to understand the whole thing about it. So we thought it's going to land in Florida, but it's going to land in Mexico. Oh no, no, it's moved again. It's going up north. Who is changing its direction? Who is, who is steering the wheel? Even this age, wind is a mystery. So Jesus knew what he was saying when he said to describe the act of God and God by wind. And that's why I said, I'm telling you things of the earth you don't understand. How can you understand heaven? See, but we, as much as we don't see this wind, you cannot deny its effect. Uh-huh. So I saw something. I said, oh. Though invisible, its effects are perceptible. Very, very clearly. How do you know the wind exists? How do you know the wind has passed here? Just look back. You know that the wind has passed. Someone say, let the wind blow. But remember, Jesus was talking about changing the inner core of a man. So the wind blows. Then changes take place. Hear me. Anytime the wind blows, there will be changes. Oof, I feel the fire. Anytime the wind blows, there will be changes. Now, changes don't have to want to change. When the wind blows in the direction of changes, of, of, of a thing, it will change it. Whether the thing wants it or not. Someone say, let the wind blow. Example, if the wind starts to blow on the surface, no matter how hard it is, just blow, no matter how hard, blowing continuously with this force, after a while you see the mark of the wind on that surface. They call something wind erosion. That's the wind. It will scorch the edge, scorch the scorch the that that will be. We are talking now, right? Before we can see the effect of erosion, every debris. I declare today, for being here today, and for being part of this service, in the name of Jesus, every debris in your life, uh-huh, every rubbish, every junk, let the wind blow in the name of Jesus. Yep, 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 all over the hall, all over the hall. I'm talking of the wind of the Holy Spirit, I'm talking of God Himself. Say, blow, Holy Ghost, blow, blow, blow.
blow, blow. And you know the good thing about it is that when it blows, it doesn't just affect the surface, it affects the inside. He changes things when he blows. He cleans up when he blows. It uproots when he blows. Even trees that have been planted before our great 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 grandfathers. When the hurricane comes, boom, boom, at once. I don't care how long they have been. I don't care the reasons for which they say they are there. I say in the name of Jesus, let the wind blow. Yeah. 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 Let the wind blow. In the name of Jesus. Let the wind blow, let the wind blow, let the wind blow, let the wind blow. You know this thing about the wind, sit down. Is that it never stops blowing. Sometimes it's just like a gentle breath. Sometimes like a mighty hurricane. But the wind doesn't stop blowing. How do you know? If the wind, like the breath of God, should stop, we all die. So if you don't even believe what I'm saying, the fact that you're alive is a testament to the fact that the wind is blowing. When it blows, it comes with life. Someone say, Holy Spirit, let the wind blow. I don't know what has been what has been dying in your life in the name of your this morning. The wind of life is blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yes. 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 It's blowing. It is blowing. So it brings about change. It clears. It cleans. It sweeps. It scourges. It changes the topography of a place. Move things around. At the same time, it deposits. It can deposit a seed. It can carry a seed from miles away and put it here. It will grow. <laughs> Wind dispatcher. It can carry heaps of scourging the earth there, you can get to a rock and start depositing it. Within years, you see another mound blowing there. He's moved it from there to that place. Let the wind blow. Some people come to me and say, Pastor, I'm sorry. I say, well, I appreciate your... But the truth is, the wind blows where he wants. That is not given to you to do to me. And the Father is not giving to you to do to me, does not mean that it's not blowing the wind from somewhere else. So please don't you ever regret. Pastor, you are expected to do this. Boo, boo, boo. When it's not given to me to do, I yearn to do. David will build a house. He said, David, I appreciate you. You won't build it. Your son. The wind blows where it wants. It's one principle that is guiding my life. Taiwo, let the wind blow. When you understand that principle, you will never be envious of any man or woman. The wind is still blowing. The wind blows wherever it wants. Brings changes. Deposits. Quick, some examples in the Bible. Remember when um, when Moses and the children of Israel were by the Red, by the Red Sea? Please help me put Exodus chapter fourteen there quickly. 
from verse 14. I just want to quickly read something there. I want to see how God did that miracle. And I was just meditating, and this dawned on me. I said, wow. See, you cannot limit God. I feel the fire this morning. Uh -uh. There's a miracle going on right now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. It's creative. It is creative. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Please don't limit God. Anything can happen. Let me quickly go this way. So he came between, that is the angel of God that was leading them. He came, he came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to, to the one and gave light by night to the other so that the one did not come near the other all that night. Uh, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, watch, and the Lord caused the sea, come on, to do what? Go back. How? Ah. By a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into a dry land and the waters were what? How did he divide the water? The Holy Spirit blew. <laughs> the water started flowing. I don't know where the road is blocked for you today. Let the wind blow in the name of Jesus. I'm talking of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I don't care how old the problem may be. The Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong wind and all night and made the sea to a dry land and the waters were divided. 22. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on... Come on, help me. So God, the, God looked at the sea. I'm not talking of a stream. Sea! And started moving, moving. Until the ground was dry. And the waters were, what? A wall to them on their what? Hey. The flowing water congealed. Boom. And the ground was dry. And yet they were not frozen. The Bible says, the one, the angel that went before them was light and warmth. And the light and the warmth, the heat does not melt the water. Did not melt the water, rather. The water stood. The Bible said the waters lifted up their hands in praise. And the presence of the Creator. You are a covenant child of God. Every everlasting door has no choice than to lift up his hands. Because you're walking with your Creator. Somebody said, Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Yeah, next one. So the yes. Yeah, and the Egyptian pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea. And all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his housemen. Good. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down upon the armies of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. And he troubled the approach. Say, let the wind blow. Why you see why, why your victory is getting clearer? The trouble of your enemies gets worse. Because they are not just your enemy, they are the enemies of the God you serve. They're against you because, you're, because of the son of who you are. Through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he troubled the armies of the Egyptians. Quick, 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 quick. He took off their chariots' wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of, the, of Israel. For the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Now they started running. They will run from you. Yeah. 
those who have pursued you until now, it's time for them to start running. Not because you are doing anything extra, but because you are conscious of him who is with you. You have to say, he who is with us, ah, or they who are with us are much more than they were against us. He says, greater is he that is in you. Like, ah, come on, Shabbat. This is the victory that comes to the world, even what? Your faith. So all those who have afflicted you and chased you all your life from now, the wicked will begin to flee when no man pursues. In the name of Jesus. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea, and the waters came back upon the Egyptians and on their chariots and on their horsemen. Yes, and Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and with the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth uh, with the Egyptians. Um, while the Egyptians were fleeing into it, so the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Again, quickly, quickly. And then the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the armies of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them, not as much as one of them. Amen. The Egyptians you see today. Say, let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. You know, in the church in Antioch, in chapter 13, said, as they ministered unto the Lord. That's something to bring out there. You think we just come to church for fun? Because we have nothing to do? No, no, no. We're fellowshipping with Father, Son, and the Spirit. And when we fellowship, what does he do? What do we have? We have the, the Holy Ghost blowing, blowing, ministering to us. You know why he blows? He blows the love of Christ into our hearts. He blows the humility of Christ into our hearts. He blows the power of God into our hearts. Why? I said, but how? I said, the wind blows. No man knows where it's going or where it's coming from. Such is the one who is born again. Nobody can tell when it is being added to you. But it keeps on piling and piling and piling and piling. Why? Because he who walks with the wise will be wise. Come on. The more you look at him, the more you become like him. Come on. Second Corinthians, chapter 3, from 17. Second Corinthians, chapter 3, 17. Let them put it, put it, put it. The more you fellowship, the more. He said, the one I speak to, they are spirit and they are life. How can you be in the midst of life all the time and you know manifest life? It's like asking, how do you know that your children are growing? Did you see how the legs are shooting? No. You just, hey, hello, good morning. Take your bath, brush your teeth, eat, eat, feed him. Hey, fine boy, fine girl, fine boy. Before you know it, he's getting married. Is it your work? How do you know when the spirit is developed? How do you know how Christ is formed in the life of a man? But there are things we must do. There's a responsibility. Do not forsake your gathering together. Fellowship the word. Fellowship the spirit. Fellowship with the brethren. It's not because we have nothing to do. We daily become like him. Watch this. See now, the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit is, there's what? Are you hindered in any area? Just keep on worshiping. Keep on fellowshipping. Keep on trusting. Keep on praying. Keep on meditating. He will do it. Keep your wind blowing. How? It's not for you to know. That's where faith comes in. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit is, there is what? Liberty. Next verse, next verse, next verse. But we all, come on, with unveiled face, talking about Moses coming down and then comparing with Christ. With unveiled face, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord, by looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of the faith. I can't be looking at him every day. You'll become like him. I have been transformed. How? Into the same image from glory to glory. It's from glory to glory. It's a continuous thing. You won't know where the courage came from. 
you just find yourself very courageous. You don't know where the love comes from. You just see yourself moving in compassion. Why? Because of this one with whom you fellowship daily, daily, daily. You are getting better by the day. That's why it's not a cliche to say, look, 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 look. The best is still ahead of you. In the name of Jesus. So remember, we can't force it. No. That's why Jesus will say to them, tarry. They were waiting. They didn't know when and how. But when it came, how? Rushing mighty. <laughs> then those who were fearful became as bold as lions. They were in the faces of those that were running from. I decree, in the name of Jesus, all the courage you need to be all that he has made you, to accomplish all that he has made you to accomplish, receive in the name of Jesus. So let the wind blow. In the place of your assignment, you will never be ashamed. Hey, so let the wind blow. In the name of Jesus. Wow. You can't force it. So what you can force, what do you do? You can only wait for it. They that wait upon the Lord shall what? The fact that you are not there yesterday and you are yet to get there today does not mean that you are not getting there tomorrow. On a daily basis, you are getting there. That's why the joy shall live by faith. You want to be a clown? Be a clown for Jesus. Oh, you are too serious and all well made up. Please just moment occasionally. Later, you become regular. Just drop that jacket and just be yourself. You can never impress man to the place that you want to. You can never, I promise you. The ones that sang the accolades yesterday will attack you tomorrow. But let me tell you, you can impress God very easily. And when a man impresses God, God will impress all men on his behalf. So in the same place where they said, where is she? The same place they said, can we find a delegation to go there? Stay where God has put you. Let the wind. The wind blows where it wants. So conclusion, let's be sensitive to the spirit. I end with this story. David in First Chronicles. Let me give you the place. You can turn to it later. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Yeah, First Chronicles chapter 14. When they heard that David was now king, the, the, the Philistines came to war. He went after, they asked from the, from the Lord and he went after them and he dealt with them. Then they came back a second time. Then David went back to ask a second time. He didn't say, because I've asked, I know how to do it, which is where we run into trouble a lot of times. Because God gave, God gave you instructions how to deal with your husband or your wife yesterday. You just assume that it's the same way. 
But you don't know that the challenges of yesterday are different from today. But for you to be the successful wife, the successful husband, it is with the Holy Ghost. Successful parent, it's with the Holy Ghost. By the time you finish putting your husband to, the, to, to God, the Father, leave him. Some men come to me and say, this man, I say, how do you want us to pray? You've told me the truth, oh, you've told me the truth. Because if I pray, if it's not the truth, it will first flog you before it goes. He says, yes, okay. I say, Father, it's your son. How do you want us to pray? God just turned his heart. Or how do you want us to pray? God flog him to come back. I said, choose. The women are very soft. He said, no, don't let God flog him more. I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, God just turned his heart. So let him choose how he will turn his heart. Let that, let that be his choice. Why should God flog him? Ah. By the time God gave him one whip, boom, you'll be the one that will cry more than him. <laughs> God forbid. But what I'm saying is this. You always have the Holy Ghost at your disposal. See what happened. Second time he went and asked God, guess what God did? God said, you know what? Go round and face the mulberry tree. The moment you heard the sound of marching on top of the how you hear the leaves rustling on the tree. Once the wind blows, then attack them. David waited for the wind to blow. He heard how with the physical eye, that is design in our spirit. Come on, listen to me. And we are spirit beings. Then he attacked. They said not one of them was left. Every time you wait for the Spirit, I promise you, it's 100% victory. Can I say it again? Every time you enlist the Holy Spirit, it's 100% victory. You can try it. You can start from here now. Say, Holy Spirit, I've heard. Help me by your grace. I turn it over to you. Just help me. Start from there. It's tough. Help me. I know you are with me. You don't leave. Mm-mm. Shall we rise? There is always a better tomorrow. Because it's not just you. On one occasion, when they were asking what to do with the New York, with the Gentile converts, you know what James said? He said, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us that this is what we do. Every decision in your life is Holy Ghost and you. Whether it's private or corporate, and watch. There's so much God to stream that it was Holy Ghost and us. It was Holy Ghost that said, set apart. From today, in the name of Jesus, I pray, your designing acumen will improve. In the name of Jesus. We don't hear, we don't see in the physical, but we know that's the way of the Spirit. We just know. And remember, He changes things. There is nothing He cannot change. Now I understand how God created this. He said, let the water separate. It must have... <laughs> because the Holy Ghost was there throughout. Shall we begin to give him praise and give him just worship him? Bless him. Magnify him. Thank God for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. 
thankful for our Lord Jesus Christ, the giver, the baptizer with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Begin to, begin, to, begin, to, begin to release the Holy Ghost to flow in your marriage, to flow in your home, to flow in the lives of your children, to flow in the lives of your spouses, to flow in your business, to flow in your health. Holy Spirit, flow, flow, flow. Let the wind blow in the name of Jesus. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. In fountain, let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. In the lives of everyone under the sound of my voice today and those who will hear later, let the wind blow in the name of Jesus. Let the wind blow. 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 Glory be to God in the highest. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Udukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.